you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Vionez. Uh How are you all doing? Wasn't that some wonderfully festive music? <laughs> I think so. Anyway, uh, it's nice and cold outside, so I hope you're bundled up nice and warm listening. Uh, today we have a special guest named Ronnie Latterbrook. Hello. 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 How it's, are you? Uh, I'm doing great. It's uh, very nice to meet you, and it's an honor to be on your show. Oh, it's nice to meet you, too. I don't know about an honor, but it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm flattered that you'd say that. It's great that you're here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, it's uh, it's it's an amazing thing that you do for Winnipeg music and Winnipeg musicians. So, oh, thank you. Stop. Thank, you, thank you. you. You're already my favorite because of the sweater <laughs> you're wearing today. So don't worry about it. Um, but thank you very much. Much appreciated. Uh, for those of you who, who don't have eyes in the studio right now, <laughs> um, Ronnie is wearing a. Uh, Reindeer, a Rudolph sweater. Very, very festive, which is going to be appropriate for the next song we'll play later on. Uh, so you are in a harder blues rock band called uh, Ronnie Latterbrook and the Electric. You're also in another band called Reckon So, but we're not talking about that today, so nobody asks questions about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so really quickly, tell me about yourself and how you got involved in music. Um, well, when I was... Uh, well, going, going back... Um, we had these things in junior high called tags, whereas like grade seven, grade eight, and grade nine, and all the different grades were together. And one of the uh, older people in my tag had a, a Guitar World magazine, and uh, I saw a picture of the guitar, and I fell in love right then and there. So uh, I asked my parents for a guitar for Christmas, and they uh, got me one. And the moment I put my... Uh, Put my fingers on the neck there, and I played my first note. I was hooked, and that was it. And uh, I was 15. I'm 24 now. Um, Almost a decade. Yeah, yeah, it's wow. coming up. It's pretty, pretty cool. It. Uh, I've gotten gotten to do some pretty amazing things because of the guitar, and uh, I would say uh, my life has purpose because of the guitar. So it's a pretty, pretty life changing thing. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, was it when you played that first note? You're like rock that you thought like rock music is what i need or were you just like anything or was it always kind of this sound of music uh it was it was always the sound of music like any any type of music i loved my dad listens to uh country music my mom listens to metal um uh, for me it was like classic wow. rock like the first song i ever played was a a one note version of holy diver by dio and uh it didn't sound that great but to me i was like holy smokes like this sounds like something so mm -hmm. yeah you're like this this could be this could be like my my thing yeah. um uh did you have any tr uh lessons or did you just all self-taught or um i'm just i'm just all self-taught uh, it's just from listening to the music and uh living in the age of youtube and and there's so many tools mm -hmm. and uh i'm very grateful and lucky that uh the guitar players around winnipeg uh, from new, newer to the guys who've been gigging for years have always been so kind to me. They've always taken a moment to show me some cool stuff and yeah. always had time to kind of help me out. So Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that it, there's a really wonderful, helpful community if you can find the right people. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, so how did you go from playing that first note and knowing that you wanted to play guitar to writing your own music and even going onto a stage and performing it in front of people? Well, um, after... After about a year of practicing, I started to get uh, decent at at the <laughs> decent, guitar. Yeah, yeah decent. Uh, being able to play a few songs here and there. Um, right off the hop, I always had. Uh, I always heard this music in my head, and I was like, "Okay, I got to get this out there." But I didn't have the technical skill to to do so. So um, I tried to practice as much as I could to be able to do it. Um, I just really loved playing other people's songs at first like i'd learned like Jimi hendrix is my favorite guitar player of all mm -hmm. time well he's fantastic oh isn't he, he considered like one of the greatest of all time i would say he's the greatest hands down nobody comes close nobody comes oh, okay cool yeah. I, I don't know enough about guitar but I, I i did a paper on him for one of my paper from one of my classes oh no that's so yeah. cool mm -hmm. that's uh, what uh, what class is that that's like uh, it was a 20th century um music and i was trying to relate how Jimi Hendrix's uh, solo of the Star Tangled Banner at Woodstock was like uh, very similar to avant-garde music. Right, yeah. So that was my argument. Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing what he did in that. Like the lots of people don't know but the dive bombs he used and stuff mm -hmm. were like trying to simulate bombs and yeah. stuff. It was pretty cool. And that, that was like my argument like cuz mm -hmm. like avant-garde was very about like how the sound was used rather than just yeah. like writing the music. 
so that was the argument so i'm glad that other people agree that's probably why i did good on the paper and that's why i think he's the greatest of all time he wasn't just a player he used he used sounds to make you feel something and that's it's a, a vocal motion yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i you think do you think he's one of those people that kind of like started that that movement of like music I mean, I, like music kind of always did that, but he really pushed that in like rock and stuff. Oh, for sure, he ch- he changed the game after. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I just think Jimmy is the guy who set the bar. So yeah, that's absolutely. But uh, sorry, going back to your question there. Um, so then I started writing my own music, and then um, when I turned eighteen, I started playing uh, in a band with some guys in the local area. Uh, some guys from high school, my uh, best buddies at the time. And we were playing gigs, and we were we were doing the thing. We we're putting in the work. We weren't we weren't that great, but <laughs> we we were doing the thing, and that's what's important. And then, uh, as soon as I turned eighteen, the first bar I ever played, uh, and I want to give a shout out to the Merch in Selkirk. Yep. Uh, I love that place. That's the first bar I ever played. It's the place where I cut my teeth, uh, started to learn how to interact with the crowd, yeah. and. Um, and I just played there and started playing around Winnipeg and the different, uh, like I played the zoo and cavern and, and all these places. And then, uh, it was, it was just like an obsession. I was like, this is what I want to do mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. And then after that, uh, just through the motion of playing music, you, you join different bands and yeah. some things don't work. You find out what works, what doesn't work. I went on the road and toured a little bit and just finding what works and i think i've got what works now so yeah figured it out so this this band ronnie ladderbrook and the electric who else is in there um oh i want to give these guys so much props because these guys are the best musicians i've ever played with in my life Mm -hmm. um i want to talk about ryan weeb the drummer this guy (laughs) you've never seen anybody drum like this guy in your life like he can play anything he can play like jazz beats to like double bass like i was gonna smack the desk and (laughs) like uh imitate the double bass like he can do double bass jazz like rock like blues any anything he is and he's always practicing and his dedication is unbelievable don't give him too much props people are gonna try to steal him oh oh well he's he played uh played in a couple other bands there so i'm very i'm very lucky to have him playing in my band like but Mm -hmm. he's like i would say he's like um you know there's like mick jagger and keith richards Mm -hmm. like that's me and ryan like like different instruments of course but uh he's he's the guy like me and him click together so well Mm -hmm. and then we've got jordan feenstra on the bass and same thing like he shreds the bass like uh the way he uses his fingers to pluck like i just it's like somebody walking down the street it's like crazy it's like uh i don't even know how he does it really mm-hmm. but have you, he, have you asked him uh <laughs> i was kind of scared to ask him well now uh jordan if you're listening <laughs> jordan how do you do that how do you do that i also would like to know because uh, i love bass i think bass is like the coolest if i was going to learn a string instrument other than the piano, because the piano is kind of like a string instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the instrument I go to. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, mm-hmm. no, bass is super important, and it's a beautiful instrument. Uh, and then on rhythm guitar, but he now he's doing some killer leads, and he's just he, another amazing musician is John Dutch, and his guitar playing like he writes some of the coolest riffs I've ever heard. Like he uses like pedal tones and like. Um, dynamics in his picking hand and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's just the way he writes is so cool and uh really i would say i'm the least talented guy in my band (laughs) uh and like it's really amazing to play with those guys because they really take things to the next level and they allow me to do what i do Mm -hmm. and um add my writing and stuff there yeah um so it's I'm really grateful for the, grateful for those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome! I'm glad that you have found a group that works cohesively and creatively really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys have a show coming up. Let's quickly plug that on sure. Friday, this Friday, December eighth, at Nashville's. Um, doors are open at nine. Show starts at ten. Uh, covers at ten dollar. Uh, ten dollars. Sorry. Uh, you can get tickets at the front desk of Canadians, or you can contact any of the bands who are playing to find tickets from them. Yeah. Which is. Ronnie Ladderbrook and the Electric, um, the Secrets, El Diablo, and the New Renaissance. So it's a big party. 
Lots of danceable music. I'm lots assuming. of uh, yeah. lots of rock. You'll be shaking and grooving and mm-hmm. moving and uh, yeah, doing your thing. Doing yeah. your thing. Absolutely. And we've got a nice, fun little promotion for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Winnipeg Music Project, uh, you'll find a, a comment promoting this show. Uh, if you comment on that um, that post saying me or something or whatever, you're going to be like, I want those tickets, uh, or that, I want that cover, or cover me. Say cover me. Cover me. Cover yeah, me. Cover me. Uh, you can have your cover covered by uh, Ronnie, um, and I'll pick someone random uh, from the comments. I'll have one person on Facebook and one on Instagram. Uh, if you go to the Instagram, uh, Winnipeg Music Project, there will be a, po- a selfie of Ronnie and I later after the show where you can co- comment, cover me, and I'll pick someone random, and there'll be two separate people who can go to the show for free. Ten bucks. Uh, that's like two drinks. So yeah, two uh, you'll drinks. get the party before, <laughs> before the show. So that's cool. We'll plug that on later on, which is awesome. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um Armageddon. We started with the song called Armageddon, yeah. uh, which had been a single. Uh, it's an instrumental piece. Uh, why did why did you write that? Why didn't you add lyrics? Or why is it just a fun, loud, instrumental piece of music? Because um, like coming up as a guitar player, I always listened to guys like Steve Vai or Joe Satriani or like Ingve uh, Momstein. And there's like so many, there's so many musicians I could name that do uh, incredible instrumental music and really push the boundaries of guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, not saying that I do that. I'm just, I'm just trying to make something cool. Um, so Armageddon kind of popped into my head, like the melodies and the riffs. And uh, I thought it'd be really cool to have the guitar kind of be like that vicious melody. Like uh, it's a hundred percent a metal song. And I like to think of the guitar lead as like a like a falsetto singer, like somebody like singing like really high and mm-hmm. uh, really vicious. And uh, the guitar, like like I'm a singer for my band, Ronnie Ladbrook and the Electric. But um, like that that is what it is. Like I I don't think I'm the greatest singer. I have a lot of passion and stuff. And but the guitar is definitely my number one thing. So the the opportunity to let my guitar speak for me, I'll always take it. So I thought an instrumental song and eventually an album would be a great thing to mm-hmm. do. It's really interesting that you thought of it like that. Cause that's what, um, a lot of classical and, um, like, a 1800, 1900, uh, composers would do with, with instruments. Like they have like the soloist, maybe not a, a voice, but like maybe a flute or something. It sounds like someone's singing and their phrases would usually sound like someone's singing a melody. So that's really interesting. And, uh, you said that you're all self-taught, so yeah. I guess you just kind of felt it. It feels natural, I guess. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't I don't want to come off as weird, but I always like <laughs> like twenty four seven. There's always music going on in my head, and it's funny you mention a symphony. Like, uh, there's this reoccurring dream I have of just a symphony of like guitar, a rock symphony. Yeah, it's like this mm. crazy thing, and it's always the same type of music. And I'm trying to slowly figure out how to make that come to life because I think. Uh, as a musician, that would be like the pinnacle for me is to get yeah. that out there. What you should do is write a really great song and then send it to the Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra and see if they will orchestrate it for you. Oh, that would be. And then you could all like perform at like the, at, um, uh, what's it called? Canada Day. They always do something like where they'll take a, a local artist and they'll orchestrate their song. No way. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. unreal. I never even thought that was possible. Yeah, you can totally do that. They, uh, they've done a couple of shows. Like, I think last year they did a Francophone one where a bunch of a Francophone artists got there and they they had like the orchestra playing with their music. Wow! So there you go. That's that's your dream. That's, that's what you incredible. Do. Email thank you. the symphony orchestra. I'm like, please, yeah, please, <laughs> please, and thank you. I, I uh, I'll, I'll send them an email. And I'll say uh, <laughs> in in the subject letter. I guarantee this will be epic. Yeah. Please open. I guarantee <laughs> this will be epic. Uh, so, if anyone listening who has uh, contacts with the Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra, uh, contact Ronnie, and he can have his dream uh, become a reality. Yeah, that'd right? be amazing. That'd be wonderful. So, you're also in this uh, Van Recken So, right? Mm-hmm. How do you balance, uh, or why did you decide to have your own your own project as well as this project, and how do you balance the two? Uh, the singer and uh, guitar player of Reckon So, Brent Allery, he's my best friend in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't get into uh, the past there, but he called me up one one day and he said, uh, like, hey, uh, I'd love for you to come play in Reckon So. And uh, I said, that would be amazing. Like, I love his music. He's, like, probably one of the best songwriters out of anyone in the whole world that I've ever heard. I mean, and, other than me, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, 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 for sure, though, but... Um, 
but yeah, no, Brent, Brent is unreal. And, uh, so we started jamming together and then Clint Shaboyer, who owns Red Tie Promotions mm-hmm. or Productions. Yeah. Uh, who's actually putting on this show Friday, uh, he came and played drums and he brought Claude DeVoe on bass and uh we all click we're like a family we're so tight knit like we could we can play anything like mm-hmm. from blues to rock like it's it's such a cool thing cuz we have so many different influences yeah and uh that really works well in our favor mm-hmm. so uh we've been playing like countless shows like this past summer i think we played every single weekend plus some weeknights and it was really cool to see the progression uh a few years can have like yeah we started uh practicing and playing together two years ago and in those two years now we're doing like three-part harmonies we're doing like writing sessions we like it's pretty incredible it just shows like hard work and dedication pays off really does absolutely so then how do you balance that with writing your own music for your own now project um i'm I'm very lucky because uh the two bands are different enough where if i write something for my band it sounds like my my own solo band there yeah um, and I'll know if it would work with Wreck and So. And it's a, it's a really good balance as opposed to having to pick and choose. And you're like, oh, who do I want to give this to? Or should I save this? Or should I use that? Or yeah. What? yeah, that's good. That makes it make sense. Um, but then how do you find the time to do that? Uh, this is, music is my life. This is all I do. I, uh, mm-hmm. If I'm not working my day job, I'm practicing music or playing music or plotting world domination mm-hmm. with music. <laughs> Nice, wonderful. We should talk then. Yes. Uh, that's my plan too. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break in just a little bit. We're going to play a Christmas song that you have uh, arranged in, I'm guessing it's rock. Uh, actually, no, it's no, super chill. It's like you can put it on and uh, like cuddle with somebody by the fire or, or like uh, Christmas morning, you can open gifts to it. It's super chill and acoustic. And I actually recorded this at my house. So. Oh, self-recorded. Is that for your EP, uh, Ronnie Latterberg Christmas? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I release it every year. Uh, and this year, uh, I'm releasing it for free. Uh, so oh. you can you can download it for free off my Bandcamp, which is RonnieLadderbrookMusic.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. And, and I will include a link to that on the podcast for those who are listening. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and it's it's really cool because it gave me an opportunity to show like lots of people know me um, as the shredder guy who's like constantly going a hundred notes per minute, but this was my chance to show that like I'm very versatile. Like I love all types of music, and mm-hmm. I can play all types of music so this was a good chance to do that and showcase that so why did you decide to do like what i mean that's great that you you're able to do all these different genres but why did you decide to put under the same name are you were you're not like worried that it might conflict because they are different genres no that's uh that's what i want to be known as known as as a versatile artist um any any chance to showcase that um i can play anything or write anything and I, I don't like to put like music is music like all music is beautiful and it has its place um and all music i think deserves respect so if i can allow that to come into my life as an artist mm-hmm. uh I'll, I'll do so so like i'll play i'll play anything i love it all yeah yeah Oh, awesome. Great. Awesome. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to listen to your song, uh, First Noel, um, which you did an arrangement for from your EP, uh, Ronnie Ladderbrook Christmas, which you can find on Ronnie Ladderbrook's uh, Bandcamp, which there should be a link available to you on www.winnipegmusicproject.com later today for your view or listening pleasure, I should say. Uh, make sure to come listen to Ronnie Ladderbrook and The Electric on uh, this Friday, December 8th at Nashville's. Uh, they're going to be playing a show. Uh, doors open at, n- at 9. Show starts at 10. Cover is $10. Uh, you can go to the Canadians front desk or contact any of the bands who are playing to get tickets. Uh, uh, not only is Ronnie Ladderbrook and the uh, Electric playing, there's also The Secrets, El Diablo, and The New Renaissance. It's going to be fun, rocking times. So you 
get your butt down there and party. Uh, if you want your cover covered, uh, Ronnie is offering to cover your cover. <laughs> uh, if you go to www.facebook.com forward slash Winnipeg Music Project and comment cover me on the co- uh, the most recent post uh, ask, uh, promoting this show for today, as well as if you go to Instagram later today and find uh, a picture of us together, uh, you can say cover me and I will pick a random two different people to get their t- cover covered. So it's a great deal. Go right now if you want to um, and do that. <laughs> I kind of just like, how do I end this? Um, so now we're going to be listening to First Noel. <laughs> We're back on the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bignage. I'm here with Ronnie Ladderbrook of Ronnie Ladderbrook and the Electric <coughs> and also Reckon So. We just heard, listened to his arrangement of First Noel, uh, this multi-genre musician. <laughs> uh, showed us a little bit of something new. Um, that was beautiful. I love oh, that. Thank you. Thank um, you very much. And how many songs are on this, uh, this Christmas <coughs> album you've released? There's uh, two actual songs, and then there's a super silly... Uh, it's not it's not so much a song, but it's like a super silly little interlude at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Santa Shreds. And basically <laughs> what I did was I went in a deep voice with a ton of reverb and I mimicked Santa and I was like, uh, wow, those guitar lessons with Ronnie Ladderbrook really paid <laughs> off. And then I just do like a little shred thing. It's really cool. It's funny. Oh, that's funny. Awesome. And you can download this for free on Bandcamp. So everyone's listening. Uh, you can find it and listen to it and download it and listen to your car or when you're wrapping presents or whatever. Uh, and there'll also be a link to that available to you on uh, Facebook. Or sorry, on uh, the podcast on www.winnipegmusicproject.com. Uh, anyway, enough plugging. Um, you write your all your own stuff uh, for... Um, uh, Ronnie Ladderbrook and Electric. What is your yeah. songwriting and composing um, style? Because obviously you do instrumental, but mm-hmm. you do do some l- lyrical stuff with with actual singing. Mm-hmm. How do you compose all of that? How do you find your inspiration for that? Um, just by listening to tons of music and trying to live life um, <laughs> as much as possible. Like I realized very quickly that uh, all the greatest songwriters uh, lived life. Like they went out there and mm-hmm. they experienced things and. Uh, that's kind of where I get my inspiration from. Like a lot of uh, a lot of our older stuff came from uh, some tougher times that I went through. So all the lyrics are kind of heavy. Like I listen back now and I'm like, oh, holy smokes! Glad I'm not uh, not there. Not in that place anymore. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the newer stuff is totally like, uh, totally like feel good. Like well, not just feel good, but it's like. I, f- I like to describe it as high energy, mm-hmm. and uh, the toughest part is writing lyrics, I find, but 
uh, like I said, the lyrics come from living life. So if you're happier, you're sad, or you're frustrated, or you're like any any emotion, like that fuels the lyrics. And mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you think when you were in that bad place, that songwriting and playing music helped get you out of that? It did. It, being able to express uh, how I was feeling definitely, mm-hmm. definitely helped that. Um, and I think some of the best records you can hear that that those artists were going through that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that it's important to uh, to kind of respect the songwriting process. Yeah. And uh, and allow yourself to be inspired. Mm-hmm. By 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 anything and everything. So yeah, yeah. It's, or do you ever uh, restrict yourself? Like, okay, I'm not going to go that far, or I'm not going to sing about this topic, or this is a little too personal. Um, some some things, yeah, but uh, generally no, because I think there should be no barriers on art. So okay, and uh, but like, there there's obvious barriers that you should follow, but. I think like if you think something's a little too personal, it's probably it'll probably help somebody who listens to it. Like mm-hmm. I know there's always music that anybody listens to uh, from their favorite artist that can help them through something. So absolutely, that's a that's a very fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're writing this music, do you how do you bring it to the rest of your band members? Do you have an idea already of what they're going to be playing, or is it like a skeleton and they're like? Here you go, and you throw it at them and let them do whatever they want. Uh, it's usually like a skeleton of a song. Um, lately, though, it's been full songs that I'll write on acoustic or I'll do like a guitar riff. And uh, then I bring it to my band. And like I said, these guys are the best, best musicians, the best. best of the best. Like I, I don't even know how they do what they do. So I'll bring a skeleton of a song and I'll be thinking something in my head like for a part. And they'll just lay it down. Like, they, they were already ahead of me there. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll... Like, we've written... For Ronnie Ladbrook and the Electric, we've written, I think, like, four or five new songs this whole year um, that were just, like, done in one practice, and then it's a matter of tightening up the parts and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and how do you know when a song is done how do you know like this is this is good i'm happy with this and i'm going to and we're going to perform it now um i think when you get um i'll put it this way we're musicians but we also are music lovers Mm -hmm. so if we play something and it makes us get goosebumps and we feel something from it we know it's done because as a music lover, you hear it and you're like, oh, if this was done by somebody else, like we'd be going nuts. Like we know it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, that's one thing I always like to do, whether it's writing or listening to music or just um, appreciating music is I'll always look at it as I'm, I'm a fan first. Like anything cool that's happened to me as I go along my musical journey, uh, some may say I'm a little bit eccentric and I get way too excited but I honestly never thought that music would take me where it has. So yeah. I always approach it as I'm a music fan first. So mm-hmm. things will happen and I'll just go, holy smokes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's So if you're ever in a rut when you're writing, uh, like maybe you can't find inspiration, what, mm-hmm. co- what albums or what music would you go to to kind of listen to to clear your mind or get inspiration from? Um, when it comes to like... Uh, finding inspiration. I'll take inspiration from anything and everything. Like lots of, uh, I like to listen to a lot of blues music, but like on top of that, like I'll always go back to my favorites, uh, that aren't just blues, like Jimi Hendrix. Like I'll always listen to Jimi. If I'm feeling uninspired, I'll listen to what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's different, different things. Like if I'm not feeling inspired on guitar, I'll go listen to my heroes. I'll listen to like Randy Rhodes or BB King or uh, Slash, Eddie Van Halen, like all the 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 guitar heroes that like paved the way. Um, but like one of my favorites is Zach Wild, and I'll always listen to whatever he does, and I'll mm-hmm. just get so pumped. I'll be like, "That's freaking awesome!" Like, mm-hmm. uh, I got I got to do something like that uh, with lyrics. I don't really take a ton of inspiration from uh 
music that I listen to or lyrics, it all comes from within, really. Like, it's mostly the music that I get inspired by, but yep. lyrics, it's it's something different with lyrics. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just like, eh, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's like, it's more like, like you got to live that life. Well, at least for me, it's like you got to experience stuff. And, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're writing, um, do, do you go into the process knowing that it's going to be an instrumental piece? Or is it going to be like, okay, I have to write lyrics for this one? Or, oh, I have a lyric idea. Or, like, how, how do you choose? Uh, it's it's always a toss-up. Like, um, the opening song that we're going to be playing on this Friday, um, the bass idea for it... What's it called? Uh, Fly Away. Fly Away, okay. Um, the bass idea for it was an instrumental song, but then... Um, I started adding different rhythms and I started playing with some rhythms. Like there's like a, like people will come out and hear it. It's uh it'll, it'll be awesome, but, um, well, hopefully it'll be awesome, yeah. but, um, no, it will be absolutely a hundred percent. I like, I like your attitude yeah. there. Yeah. You got to think it will be awesome. So that's why you have to come to the show. Exactly. You can't miss the show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyways, there's <laughs> rhythms I would mess with. Uh, where it's like, oh, a vocal would sound really cool over here, and and then I would go from there. Okay, so it, you let the music kind of yeah. Well, okay, it's yeah. always it's always about having that respect for the music, and it's not like being selfish. Like, oh, that's a cool rhythm. I would love to like shred over that, or like show what I can do on guitar. It's like, oh, well, I could say something meaningful over this, or mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's it's a, always showing respect to the music. All right, that's awesome. That's, I think that's important because some people get a little lost mm-hmm. in uh, just being a, a musical, a music master or whatever expert and wanting to show that off all the time. And people are always guilty of that. Like people want to show that they can play their instrument, but sometimes you do need, especially if it's a certain genre, you need to respect the music. Oh yeah, well it's like, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm really guilty of this. I, I'll do like a five to ten minute guitar solo during our our shows. Just like zone out, and you're like, "What happened?" Yeah, like I'll be like, "Okay, hey guys, tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a standalone guitar solo here," and they'll be like, "Okay,", oh, okay. but so, sometimes it can get a little much. Like this Friday, I'm not gonna do it just because. Well, or will he? Or will I? <laughs> Come to the show and see. Find out. Find out next time on yeah. the show. On the show. <laughs> okay, the show. That's awesome. Um, uh, I don't remember what we're talking about. Um. You're not. You're. But why won't you? Why don't you want to do a, a uh, um, solo? Oh, it's just because uh, 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 our set is pretty short this uh, time around. But usually, if it's us like playing like a, a bar or a club, mm-hmm. we'll I'll do the solo. The fill in that time. Yeah, yeah it's always kind of stressful. You're like finish. You like you still have like time for another song or something. Yeah. Um, so do you have any advice for beginners or people who are maybe getting into guitar, maybe getting into performing, mm-hmm. uh, something that you've learned along the way that ha- would save a lot of time for maybe other um, or newer artists? Oh, I love this question. For those who don't know, I used to teach guitar at the uh, School of Rock. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had a lot of experience with uh, uh, meeting and teaching young and up and coming musicians. And uh I think the number one advice for anybody young or old getting into music is always be true to yourself and always follow your heart. That's a that's a cliche one like everybody says that, right? But it's it's true. It is very very true and if you're chasing a career in music, that's it's even more true because you will be tested uh your integrity will be tested uh Absolutely. Like it's 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 very important to stay true to yourself and, and people want to break you and tell you you're not good enough or you shouldn't mm-hmm. try. Especially yeah. in music. I don't know why it is. Like I've I know probably every musician who's ever been on the show who are, who are going to be on the show has been told mm-hmm. that it's impossible. Oh yeah, it's it's not impossible. There's people who do music for a living. It's uh it's it's believing in yourself following your heart uh believing that the dream you have whether your dream is i want to learn an acdc song or Mm -hmm. whether your dream is like i want to play to like fifty thousand people it's believing in your dream and chasing it without any doubt or any fear but being open-minded i think Mm -hmm. because 
you might reach that dream, but it might not be the way that you think you're going to be. You may have a completely different path. Exactly. And it's, it's that, that's exactly it. You got to be open to every avenue that life will take you down. Mm -hmm. Um, just be opened, uh, always be humble, always be kind to people. Um, always like going back to always follow your heart. Uh, cause there's going to be a million people that say you're great. But there's going to be a million people that say you're not great. And the most important thing is what you think. Like, do you believe in what you're doing? Do you like mm -hmm. the music you're writing? Uh, that's the, that's the most important thing. And, um, also just, um, I guess going back to fear, like there's different things you can be scared of doing music. Like there it's countless. Like I won't list off all the ways, but it's conquering that fear and just knowing that if you put in the time and the work, uh, it will all pay off. Absolutely. Do things that scare you. Mm -hmm. If you're always in your comfort zone, you're never going to know uh, how far you can go. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, there, there have been some shows I've played where I've opened up for my heroes that I listened to since I was like 11, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll sit there and I'll just, I'll, I'll look at them and I'll just be like, holy smokes. Like we got here. Hey, yeah. like it's, it's, it's yeah, a, you're like, you're telling me that the story before the, uh, before we started recording, yeah. uh, do you want to tell us about it? Like you were, how you were in the green room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, um, Lisa Windsor, who is like one of the most amazing singers and just one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. Uh, she put on a Fort McMurray fundraiser when those wildfires were going on there. Yeah. And it was at uh, Nashville's. And um, I was asked to come perform our national anthem on guitar because I'll do that. I'll go to like arenas or something, yeah. something and I'll uh, just going into that. I've had the opportunity to play the national anthem for TJ's gift foundation and stuff mm -hmm. like that at the MTS center and wow. stuff. And it's been, it's really cool. I'm really grateful for any opportunity to, to do that. And, uh, anyways, so, uh, I'm in the green room and there's all these rock legends. There's like Harlequin in there. Ken Senevive was in there. Uh, Kenny Shields was in there. Uh, like it's just like the, who, like the, the guys you listen to and you're like, that's like, I'm getting goosebumps telling this story. Like <laughs> the, these, these are the men and, and the women who you want to be. When you grow up, when you grow up, <laughs> yeah. you want to be that good. You want to be at that level. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, I do. I, I am out of place here because these guys are <laughs> legends. And, um, I'll never forget it. Kenny Shields walked up to me, didn't know who I was, shook my hand and said, Hey, how's it going there? And just, uh, they were all the nicest people in the world. And like, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible. It's really inspiring and it makes you want to be that kind of person, uh, as you start to level up on your own musical journey. Like I'll always give words of support to people who are opening a show or, uh, who come to me asking for advice, like, because people have been so nice to me and they've really made me believe that yes, yes, it is a dream, but it's, it's possible. And it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, just another cool story. Um, with this band, Ronnie Ladderbrook and the electric, we had, a a show with pop evil who is like, um, my favorite rock band since I was like 13 and uh wow i like i couldn't even believe we were opening for them um it was pretty surreal so we get to the venue and we're sound checking and they played a song off their new album that they hadn't played in north america yet wow and That's as so a fan funny. i'm i'm like i'm like sitting there they let us watch a sound check yeah and i'm sitting there and i'm in my glory i'm like holy Ooh, smokes like, yeah. a, like a girl in like personal show yeah yeah it was so cool and like uh they got off stage and they came up to us and they said, anything you need or anything you want, just let us know. Don't hesitate to ask. And I was like, holy smokes. Like, these guys are like, these guys are bona fide rock stars. They were just in Europe for the summer playing download. And, yeah. like, it was, it was surreal. But it reinforced that everything we were just talking about. Like, follow your dreams. Follow your heart. Um, yeah. Work hard. Work hard. Just be, be a kind person. I think being a good person is more important than talent. 
because anybody Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Yeah, anybody can have talent, but it takes um, it takes real realness to be a good person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great. So you're listening, just be nice. I, I hear that a lot on the show. People are like, be nice, because I think that's like the one thing that could just ruin your career is being a, a, a butthead and just like not being easy to work with or fun oh, to work yeah. with. I mean, there there are people out there who are like that, and it doesn't hinder their career. But it's just it's just easier to just be a good, just enjoy the ride, enjoy mm-hmm. life. Like it's life is a beautiful thing. So if you get to play music and showcase your art you're you're laughing you're good. absolutely no absolutely um so this last song we're going to be listening to in just a little bit uh bang mm-hmm. uh it has not been heard yet by people mm-hmm. have you played it live at all uh we've played it live mm-hmm. um but this is the first time that anybody will hear it um recorded recorded yeah recorded Ooh, it's a recording premiere Ooh. uh very exciting so if you're listening uh congratulations you're here with me uh, i've already heard it and i love it <laughs> so you're gonna you're really gonna enjoy this song uh it's a single it's going to be on a future ep mm-hmm. um which is very exciting we'll play it on a um on monthly music wrap up in the near future hopefully thank you very uh, much no yeah no i love the stuff you're doing it's great uh the caffeine is kicked in from my latte, so I'm Straight very on. excited uh, that we're doing this. Um, what inspired your song, Bang? It, um, it actually has vocals. So mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so that's uh, it's going to be me on vocals, uh, and like it's, it's my band, but that's me on vocals, for those of you who heard the instrumental. Um, Bang was inspired... The, the lyrics are kind of... They don't really match what it was um, written about. But it's kind of written about like, like there's so many, uh, there's so many hills and valleys in music and it's kind of like, it's kind of like that power song where it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get what's mine. Like there's this one lyric in there, like, uh, I give and I give, but I have yet to get. So I'm going to get what's mine. Like, mm-hmm. it's like putting in the hard work. I'm going to claim the, claim the spoils of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh. But it's it's just it's just a rock song. It's like uh, it's like that thing. I hope it pumps you up if you're like working out or something, or you're running, or uh, you just have a bad day or something. Just listen to that and get pumped up, and because you're gonna take on life and mm-hmm. and uh, you're gonna kick some butt. Absolutely. So when you guys are hearing this song later, make sure to if you like it to. Uh, Tell Ronnie that you like it on one of his social medias. So that being mm-hmm. said, where can people find you on social media? Okay, so there's Twitter. It's at Ladderbrook Music. And Facebook? Uh, Facebook. Just add me on Facebook. I'll, I'll accept your friend request. I'm mm-hmm. stoked to talk to people. Uh, YouTube um, is Ronnie Ladderbrook Shred. Shred. That's my uh, handle. And then Bandcamp, where you can find uh, past releases or this Christmas album. It's uh, ronnieladderbrookmusic.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are like, that's too much information, don't worry, I have your back. It will be on the podcast link on www.winnipegmusicproject.com, where you can find all of the links and, and event pages for the upcoming shows that they will be uh, playing at. Mm-hmm. So easy to find, easy to use. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, before, I, I just want to plug one last show uh, yes. here. Uh, we're actually opening for Harlequin at Essence Events Center on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, advanced tickets are thirty bucks, I believe that's correct. Yep. And uh, you get like party favors and a late social lunch, I believe, is what's uh, advertised there. And you get to come see us, and we're gonna dress in dress pants and we're gonna look really nice nice and sharp and nice and sharp and absolutely so that's gonna be a a fun show so you don't have new year's eve plans yet this is your plans now you're Mm -hmm. welcome you don't have to worry about that uh new year's eve uh is there an event page for that one oh there is yeah and i will include that on the podcast as well Mm -hmm. um so everyone make sure that you come to nashville's on december 8th it's this friday doors open at nine uh show starts at 10 cover is ten dollars you get to hear uh ronnie ladderbrook and the electric with um the secrets ld El Diablo and the New Renaissance. It's going to be a party, so make sure you come. Uh, you can get tickets at the front desk of Canada of the Canadians, uh, or you can contact any of the bands. Maybe you have a favorite band, or obviously it's going to be Ronnie Ladderbrook and the Electric, <laughs> but any other bands that you know oh. of, contact them and say, hey, I want tickets, give them to me, and they'll 
hook you up. Also, if you do want your ticket or cover covered, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Winnipeg Music Project and comment on the post promoting this show today saying uh, cover me and we'll, uh, we'll choose a random person to win um, or get to get covered as well as on Instagram, a selfie of Ronnie and I will be posted on Winnipeg Music Project Facebook page and we'll pick a random person from there as well. So two separate people have a chance to have their their ten dollar cover covered. That's two drinks. So you can party even harder. Party hard. Live. Uh, live hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So thank you so much for coming onto the show. This has been wonderful. I'm loving the sweater, and I love what you're doing with the community. I'm excited to see where you go uh, with all of this. Uh, anything else you would like to add before we go? Um, I would just like to say thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it's a real anytime. honor and privilege. I've I've seen who you've had on your show in the past, and they're all friends friends of mine and uh, p or, or people I I really respect. So it's a real honor to be on here, and it's very mm-hmm. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You yeah. are great. Oh, thank you. Um, so everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on one one point five UMFM. This is Ashley Binyaj. We were talking with Ronnie Ladderbrook from Ronnie Ladderbrook and the Electric. Uh, if you missed the first half of this interview or would like to hear more from the Winnipeg Music Project, you can go to www.winnipegmusicproject.com or go to Google Play and iTunes and just search up Winnipeg Music Project. You can find all of the radio podcasts there for download for free for your listening pleasure. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in. We're now going to be listening to Bang, a never-before-heard recorded version of the song um, by uh, Ronnie Ladderbrook and Electric. I'll see you guys next week with a special guest. Stay warm.